Welcome to the Veritas Equipping Podcast, a podcast designed to provide insight, resources, and biblical wisdom. Our mission as Veritas Church is raise up mature disciples, send out everyday missionaries, glorify God. Join us as we pursue Jesus to become mature disciples and effective disciple makers for God's glory. All right, Veritas, we are back with another episode of the Equipping Podcast. We have a one-off kind of episode for you. Um, we we're just chatting a little bit and um, realizing that for some of the people in our church, having uh, the church teaching series year kind of revolve around the school calendar might be a different thing. Um, for us, it's not necessarily just because we have the salt company or because we have student ministries and kids ministries. Um, but we do think about the ministry year in the kind of school year calendar. Um, so we do have a season of kickoffs happening, uh, with salt company and with student ministry and new serving, uh, new, new volunteers serving in kids ministry. Um, and so that also translates to connection group. So we are getting ready, um, or already have kicked off the school year. Hopefully by the time this comes out, all the groups have started. If not, we've got some late starters. Um, but we wanted to take some time to reiterate what connection groups are, why we do connection groups, uh, at Veritas here in Cedar Rapids. Um, what, uh, what you as an individual listening to this can contribute towards your group and take ownership within your connection group in a healthy way to um, yeah, be intentional in the ways in which we're helping other people grow in community, grow in grace and knowledge of truth of Jesus, and um, seek to live out some of these core values. So uh, let's jump into it a little bit here. I've got some people. I just realized that I've probably talked for three minutes and haven't introduced anybody else on this podcast, and we're just going to roll with it. Yes. By now, you probably have heard that laugh. You know it is the one and only Randall Lamox. Say what's up. What's up? And we also have our uh, quiet killer, Matt Hofer. No, I'm wow. just kidding. Nice. He's just nice. like not, uh, I was going to say silent but deadly, but that's uh, a different <laughs> illustration. Different. Uh, yeah, the, the gentle giant. How about that? Go. Oh, gentle, gentle giant. giant. Nice. Um, I don't I don't think silent killer is a bad thing. No, it's, I, I think we're going to stick with that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Silent killer. Okay. So Matt, yep. yeah, Matt, Randall, and uh, I didn't introduce myself. Um, Who are you? You'll have to guess. I'm never <laughs> going to tell you. Just kidding. This is Sam. Welcome back. Thanks for your grace and patience. Dear Lord, please help us. Amen. <laughs> so we want to talk about connection groups, guys. Uh, real quick, either one of you want to remind us what connection groups are. Yeah. So connection groups are um, kind of our, our small group ministry, right? And so I'm even backing up a little bit. We think of making disciples here at Veritas. You look at our mission statement to raise up mature disciples, send out everyday missionaries and glorify God. And so discipleship plays a very big part in what we do. And yet that's a word that I think it's thrown around a lot. And people are like, what does that even mean? And so we've identified six essential elements of discipleship. Uh, five of those are worship, abide, learn, invest, and go. And the one we're going to talk about this morning is connect. And so we believe that it is vital that people growing in their faith connect with others in biblical community. And so connection groups are our way of helping people do that. Sweet. That's awesome. So um, <clears throat> how does one get into a connection group, Randall? What does oh, that process yeah. look like? We didn't really talk about this, but okay. let's hit pause um, and talk about that. Yeah. Well, if you are new to Veritas or have been around a, a while and just haven't taken next steps, we would love for you to jump into our next starting point class. That would be the place to start and is 
very aptly named. It's interesting. Uh, it's called yeah. That. Yeah. And so that class is going to help you decide if Veritas is the right church for you by going through um, our vision, our ministry philosophy, our culture, our theological distinctives. Um, we're going to kind of lay all of our cards out on the table to help you make the decision if Veritas is the right church for you. And then as a next step from that starting point class would be launch point. So launch point would be I've made the decision. This is my church. Now I want to thrive at Veritas. Um, and a big part of that is getting into this biblical community, into these small groups, into connection groups um, to help you grow as a mature disciple. Sweet. So part of that, I think, is too, like, if you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you've been a part of a small group somewhere at some point. And a lot of people come into those groups with ideals or preferences or um, just some history of what it looks like to be in a small group. And so we've identified some core values for our connection groups, which would be what most people would say is like a small group ministry. Um, so our connection groups have core values. How long have we had those? Is that, are we going on about three, three years? years? Mm-hmm. So three years. So if you've taken launch point in the last three years, you would have walked through these. Now we have some people who have been around longer than that who, whether it's through kind of like the relaunch of the the ministry year two years ago where we highlighted those connection core values, we would walk through those. Um, but we also know that this isn't something that's always in the forefront of everybody's mind as they're walking in a connection group. So we want to take some time and just talk through what these core values are and what our prayer is for what that could look like for all of our connection groups this school year. So Connection group core values. What are they? Why do they matter? Let's chat about it. Yeah. So our four core values are community, care, application, multiplication. And we know that across all of our connection groups, there's going to be different nuances and they might feel a little bit different. But I feel like these four core values can kind of guide all of our groups. So they're all similar. So we're all working towards the same thing. And so um, from group to group, there are more similarities than differences. Sweet. That's awesome. All right. Let's run through them. Randall, you want to take the first one? Yeah, it's my favorite one. Let's do it. I love it. Community. Community. So we look um, to the the early church in Acts 2 as our example of what community, what biblical community can look like. Um, So we see that there's rhythm, that people are worshiping together, that they're in each other's homes, uh, they're eating food, and and breaking bread and all of the fun snack things, which is why it's my favorite one. Um, and so we just see kind of them doing everyday life together. And so here at Veritas, we would say that community means that sometimes connection group should feel more like a barbecue than a Bible study. So that would mean um, it's not all the time. We put sometimes in there mm-hmm. because that's important. Um, we don't want we don't want biblical small groups to just be social events because that's not what we see in Acts 2. That's not what we see biblical community as. And so, um, but we do think that hanging out together and having some social time built in as part of the regular rhythm of connection group is really important in helping people get to know each other. Mm. Um, it's hard to live out the other core values when it's a bunch of strangers sitting around a circle in a room together. So if you haven't um, played bocce ball in the backyard, if you haven't um, 
yeah, just eating a hot dog with somebody else always and talk to always with the hot dogs. Yeah, always with the hot dogs. I always use hot dogs as the example, meat, and it's just I don't love hot dogs. Um, okay, brisket, brisket. Let's do it. Why not? Reach for the stars. You know? Okay, reach for the stars. Oh man. Uh, so if you haven't shared a meal with someone, um, if you haven't just sat around a table and gotten to know. Um, what their interests are, what their hobbies are, what they do for a living, how they spend their day, um, what struggles they have in their life. If you haven't taken time to just get to know somebody, the other core values are hard to live yep. out because you just aren't familiar with the other people in your group. Sweet. Good. Okay. Care. Nailed it. Matt, hit it. Yeah. So care, we go to Galatians 6 and just kind of the passage about bearing one another's burdens. And so... Our tagline for care is living out the one another's of the New Testament. So you think of all the one another's in the New Testament that revolve around community. So bearing one another's burdens, praying for one another, admonishing one another, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And kind of stemming out of community is just caring for each other. And so we really do want connection groups to be like a family where not only are people known and they know others, but they're also cared for and needs are met within the group. We've seen so many examples of this happening real time and play out within our groups. And which is awesome. So you think of 850 plus people in a connection group and those people's needs can be met and they can be cared for in the context of their smaller group community, which is just something that that we want to see. We think it's a vital part of our church. It helps really make a a church of a couple thousand people feel smaller and people are are known through community and they're also taken care of through um, our core value of care. Love it. Okay. So that's that's the one anothering which you can't one another if you aren't in community, it. mm-hmm. right? Yes, so, correct. So there's some of that. Now moving on to the third value of application. What do we got, Randall? Yeah, so we look to uh, James 1 for this, where it talks about being doers of the word and not hearers only. And so um, there's an action to take. We can't just be passive in receiving God's word, but um, we need to live that out. We need to be doers Um And so we define that application piece as more than just information, but transformation, Mm. meaning we don't just want to store up a bunch of knowledge in our head, but we want our hearts to be transformed, to be softened to the truth of the gospel um, and for fruit to be in our lives because of the Holy Spirit. Love it. Last one. Multiplication, number four. So we go to the Great Commission, Matthew 28, and we just see um, Jesus' call for us to make disciples. And so our tagline here is we want to cultivate multiplication at every level. And so that is an individual basis. So I, as a disciple, want to be growing. I want to be pouring into other people to help them grow. Um, also, kind of bigger picture, we want to uh, plant churches, right? But kind of in between those things is we want our connection groups to multiply as well. Mm-hmm. And so when you think of the early days of Veritas, I don't know how many connection groups there were, maybe two, eight. three, four, eight. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right. And well, there was at one point, I think like 70 people in one group. Like <laughs> sure. the, young, the young adult. I'm not even The young kidding. adult group, yeah. Jordan, Jordan Wright and I were just talking about this. Yeah. I came like right after the tail end of that where I think it was decided like – we got to stop doing this. Like, this <laughs> yes. is it. We, yes. This has become a small, right? A, right. a mid-sized a church. church. This yes. has become yes. a church. No. Yep. Uh, yeah. But I think it's it's easy for people to want to stay comfortable and to stay in a group that, oh, I know these people and they know me and everything's great. But if those eight groups were the only eight groups at Veritas today, there would not be 800 plus people in connection groups. 
Right. And so we do over the course of time, we want to, as people mature and as they grow, we want to raise up more leaders and multiply groups. So there's space for other people to get engaged and connected and grow. And so multiplication is, is a huge focus for us. Yeah, that's sweet. So all these core values, we can just depend upon our connection group leaders just to like take care of this and set the pace for us. Right. We can just like show up and hit play and wash, rinse, repeat. Right. Yep. No, uh, you think about this in a lot of groups that people are in, they're always looking to the leader to help drive things, which our leaders should be thinking about these things, praying over these things, helping communicate these things. But equally important, it's the responsibility of each group member to help shape culture. Mm -hmm. And so if your group isn't necessarily the best at community or care or application multiplication, don't be thinking, gosh, my leader's not doing his or her job. Be thinking, what can I do to help drive these things? Yeah, I love that. And I think something to remember too is that your connection group leaders need community. They need care. They need application and they need multiplication as well. They're not leading a group because they've arrived and don't need poured into anymore. So entering into a group thinking, how can I help? How can I serve? What can I do for the group instead of thinking, about what I'm going to get from the group, how I'm going to benefit. Is this worth my time? Um, but really going in with an attitude, attitude of servanthood, uh, specifically, I mean, to everyone in the group, but specifically, I think the leaders get, get, uh, missed in that a mm-hmm. lot where it's like, Oh no, I need to serve my leaders too. Yeah. How can I help them live out these core values as well? Yeah, we get to meet with lots of leaders, and I can think of a couple of examples, one in particular of a guy going through kind of a job transition and kind of just being in a vulnerable place and kind of questioning worth, value, next steps, and just really being encouraged as he talked about his connection group members coming around him, praying Mm -hmm. for him, supporting him. And and there's lots of examples of that. So just to reiterate your point, yeah, the leaders need these things too. And so not only as a group member are, are you hopefully getting things out of connection group, but you're contributing to your connection group and you're helping um, everyone live out these core values. That's sweet. So let's talk practically a little bit, Matt. Yep. You shared some of what your group has done already yep. this year and yep. kicking off. Um, let's maybe share personal and also just other stories that we've seen of how groups can do these core values well. Yep. Um, and then I think it would be just um, sweet one if before the end of this, we, we share some of these stories, but it's not like, Hey, here's a laundry list of like, yeah. you got to do this for your group. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to have a good group. Um, but that these would be things that we could be intentional in pursuing and being prayerful that God would yeah. grow our group, challenge us to be more intentional, to be that change, to yeah. like lean in. It's like, okay, where are the things that like, what does my group need from me right now to grow in this area? Yep. Um, what's what's some of those practical uh, yeah. encouragements that I we think can talk even about? Even within the context of a group, it could be just going over these four core values, which we've already defined in reference scripture and all those things. And the question then becomes, so how can we as a group help make these core values a reality? And so even looking at community, it's like, well, we, we have to come. We, we, have, we have to be committed. We have, we have to be invested. We have to be vulnerable. We have to care about other people as much, if not more than we care about, you know, and so just helping each individual person walk through, like, how can I help this core value become a reality? And so for everyone listening, who's in a connection group, I think that simple question of what does it look like for me personally to help our group grow in community and care and application multiplication? That's a great first step. Yep. I think being able to just ask good questions of the group as a whole as well and evaluating again none of our groups have arrived no one's doing this perfectly right. so we all have room to grow and that's okay 
we can in like in our humility admit like, oh no, we don't have a perfect group and that's okay. But let's take steps towards growing in each of these areas. And so I think doing some self-assessment is, is great. Um, we have a group that met earlier this week that, um, they did some self-assessment of them personally, how they're doing in spiritual rhythms, in, um, their marriage or where, like what, if they have roommates or what that living situation looks like, um, how they're doing for the parents, how they're doing at parenting. And then it was, how is our group doing at building community, building Mm -hmm. care? So it was kind of twofold, a self-assessment, then also assessment of the group. And then it was, okay, talk about your highest number in each area and talk about your lowest number in each area. Um, they rated themselves one through four. I love a good rating system. That was great. Um, and so then it was like, okay, how can we help you? Maybe you, Sam, are struggling with Bible reading. And how can we help you as a group, keep you accountable, mm-hmm. keep you excited, keep that in front of you so that you can grow in your maturity? Like that's the, the goal is for us to be in a mutual discipleship relationship. And so how can I help you? How can you help me? Because both of us helping each other glorifies God. Mm-hmm. That's, That's great. That's cool. What else? Um, what would be some helpful things for groups to consider as we march into the school year um, to keep intentionally meeting as a group and growing together? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I mean, really it's, it's living out these core values, but, but I think first and foremost, which is just assumed, I think we got to say it, like, go to connection group, make it a priority. Yeah. Right. So yes, things come up. Yes, things happen. Right. But the general rhythm of people in connection group should be, I make this a priority in my life. Yeah. So, so go, uh, but then just opening God's word together, praying together, um, thinking about each other and, and praying for each other throughout the week. I mean, being for each other, right. When, when you see, something, somebody dealing with something or needing prayer for something or needing help in an area, like do it, mm-hmm. jump in, go first. I, I think of our, our leaders and they have jobs, they have families, they have responsibilities. In, in other words, they have things going on. Right. And so to think that and they're just not sitting there, they're, they're, they're just not waiting sitting there waiting for, opportunity. correct. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so just thinking through like, how can the group members really help drive some of these things and how can they help care for and support and encourage each other, I think is just a huge, huge thing. So groups that go well in my mind, they can have great leaders, but they also have great members who are bought in and they're actually contributing to the group itself. I think that takes intentionality too. Like you need to make a decision to be intentional. And I think don't be surprised every Monday night of like, oh, it's Monday night. We have connection group. Like it happens every week. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised by it. You know, you can be intentionally preparing for, I don't know, our groups are on Monday nights. You're, you're a Wednesday guy, but yeah. Um, we can be intentionally preparing all week, but specifically all day of like on Monday morning, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to pray for specifically for my connection group and the people in it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a commitment to them. Um, And I think that that's something that you can do as a group as well, where you can make like a covenant or a commitment together. It's like, yeah, we're going to show up every week. We're going to make this a priority. We're all going to commit to that. And when somebody doesn't show up, then that gives you permission to follow up. Like, hey, remember when we all sat down and made a promise to each other, like in this, in this biblical covenant community that we were going to show up for each other. 
what's going on? How can we help you? Is there something that is a distraction in your life? Are your priorities out of order? How can I pray for you? How can I help encourage you? How can I help you so that you can recommit to this? Um, And so I think, yeah, just not being surprised that connection group comes around again every week. Um, And yeah, being intentional and making it a priority. I think part of that too, that I've seen a huge benefit in our group is I feel like this last year we probably had every single person in our group. Like, so we meet on Mondays. They had either spent intentional time Sunday night or Monday at some point thinking through what was the message? How does this apply to like, so showing up at connection group wasn't the first time that they're beginning to process. So, um, Kirsten and I have, uh, we've got a reminder on our calendar Sunday nights, which we don't, not every Sunday. I, sometimes it happens Sunday afternoon if we have mm-hmm. some, but, um, we've sought to be intentional and say like, we are going to talk through these connection questions together. Um, so that's been a huge benefit. I feel like since we've started sending out the connection group questions is there's like a guide of like, Oh yeah, we can, we can begin to discuss this. Sometimes we, sometimes we have them and we're walking through the, the connection group questions email. And other times it's like the message, we're just like, we know what we need to talk about. Like, let's, let's, chat through some of this. And like, I was super convicted by X, Y, Z and I haven't even thought of this in the last year. Like I need to reprioritize that. So I think showing up, prioritizing the night, but then preparing and being intentional. Like there've been times where started since I've started to do this, where I'm sitting in a message and like something that one of, one of our preachers says, like, like I need to pray that for this. Like it's like, this is, like I'm thinking of this, but not like, Oh, they really need to hear that. Like, but, but it is like, I'm like, Oh, this is so like, this is such a good thing, like encouragement or like a practical thing that like I'm listening to a message, not just for myself, but for my group. And like, I'm praying like while somebody's preaching, like, and like, Oh, this applies. Like I need God, would you do that in them? Could I like, could I be an encouragement to them in this area? And um, I just think like that level of, community and care doesn't come up when you just like are just showing up and doing it. Like you, you, you gotta have some intentionality and preparing through like asking God to open your eyes to like hear messages through the years of those in your connection group of like being intentionally prayerful for, for them and like doing the work of coming prepared of like, I'm ready to have a conversation. I'm, I don't need, I don't need the lesson retaught. Like I'm, I'm ready to apply and I'm asking for accountability. And I even think too, you talk about application and hopefully the regular cadence and rhythms of our group is at some point in the night you're getting to, okay, so God's word says this. So what? Mm -hmm. Or something along those lines. And you'll probably go around the circle or different people will share. and, And a lot of groups might just like throw stuff out there and then everyone just forgets about it five minutes later. So one of the things that I try to do is write down application points for people in prayer requests and then just send those out to the group. Yep. And, and that's super helpful because because we, we know what people are saying. We also know how to pray for people. And maybe you're listening to this and like, oh, that's a great idea. My leader doesn't do that. And then I would say, well, then then you can you do, do that. that. And you send it to you your group. You can do that for, yeah, for your, your group, group text. Group. Yes, yeah. yes. So so take ownership in some of that And stuff. if you don't have a group text for your connection group, just yep. start one. Yes. Like your leader doesn't need to do <laughs> yes. that. You can do, you can do exactly. that. Exactly. Can you talk about the gift of going second, Sam? Yes. It's one of my favorite things. Um, so talking about 
like how we can be good group participants. Um, sometimes there might be somebody that is withholding a level, whether it's a level of vulnerability or intimacy or like even just specific clarity for them. Um, I think one of the things anybody can do in connection group is giving other people the gift of going second. Now that doesn't mean when I, when I say that, I mean, you open up a door to connection, vulnerability, accountability, whatever that is, you open up that door and you ask that, or you, you expose like a sin in your life or you say like, I'm, I need help. That allows other people to say, Oh, we can do that here. I can, I can ask for help. I can ask for accountability. Like, like I, I get to, um, share and be vulnerable and give somebody else the gift of also sharing in that same way. Um, so it's, it's not a like, well, I'm just showing up to the connection group to bear all my sins and like, you know, or not bear like to, to lay them all out on the, on the table. And I'm just going to talk for an hour and we're going to recount every single wrong. No, we're not talking about that. But what we are saying is that, um, there's a huge gift and opportunity that anybody in connection group can allow somebody else to walk through that door of vulnerability and accountability and, um, yeah, just honesty of like, this is this is what God's doing in my life right now. This is sin that I'm struggling with. Will you will you help me in this? Yep. Like we can all do that for each other. Yep. That's good. Thanks for the setup, Randall. Yeah. Also, I just like to hear you talk about yeah, it. Yeah. About five minutes ago I, I said yeah, and I feel like there was a pretty serious voice inflection <laughs> and I, we just we just moved on past that. But Matt, thanks for not calling me out. But here <laughs> we are. I got it. Um what would be um what would you guys say is a prayer for connection group this year that you're like, man, if we could see God do this, this would be a win. Like I would, I would love for more people to be praying in that way, not just for their group, but for groups in connection group or groups in general at Veritas. Um, what, what do you guys have as far as how we can be praying to that end? Got anything? Sure. Randall? Yeah. Right. Um, I think my prayer for just, overall connection groups um, in general at Veritas this year is for vulnerability and ownership. And those kind of go hand in hand um, where when you feel a sense of ownership of the group, you are able to be more vulnerable. You can confess your sin. You can ask for help. You can be a real person with real problems because that is who you are. You are a real person with real problems and that's okay. Um, but you can share those with other people that you are in biblical community with. And so um, wanting people to feel a sense of responsibility of like, this is my, I have something to contribute to my connection group. I have something to share. I have a perspective. I have the gift of the Holy Spirit in me that I can be used in my connection group. And I think that that starts with vulnerability. Mm -hmm. I would say just kind of jumping off of that is just take it seriously. And so Jake shared with our leaders at our leader kickoff, a couple articles, one's called the dark side of small groups. One's called the darker side of small groups. They kind of go off of each other. And it's just kind of a parody of thinking like a lot of people think that they're good because they check certain boxes and because they, they attend small group. But if, Small groups are just kind of the surface level thing you check off and you kind of go to and you feel good about yourself, but you're not specific and disciplined in diving into God's word and praying. It can actually do more harm than good. 
And so I really want our people to take groups seriously, to open God's word together, to pray together, to um, encourage each other, to hold each other accountable, to be in each other's lives throughout the week, whether that's through text, phone call, prayer, face-to-face, whatever that looks like. Um, So really just a depth to our groups where people might not be like, oh, my best friends are here. But like, no, these people in this group, I care about them. They care about me. And I'm a more mature Christian because God's using these people to grow me. Mm-hmm. That was that was going to be my uh, – I these last four weeks, um, so we've just finished the, the prayer series. And, and um, tomorrow night we've got the intentional time of prayer. So we're recording this the Thursday before yep. um, our, our Friday night worship and prayer gathering. Um, I've been really impacted, um, even just like Jordan's message about the prayer for the lost and, you know, that story of DL Moody and just having a list of names and, um, man, I would love to see more of our groups intentionally praying, like Mm -hmm. linking arms together and praying for people that they're ministering to, that they're witnessing to their lost neighbors, lost family members. Like I know that happens, but I want that to be something more that like, I, I, I contribute to my group, um, and can walk alongside other people in that. And then the other thing too, that I would say is, um, not for the sake of, you know, just multiplication and having more leaders to lead more groups. Um, but I would love to have the problem if we have like too many equipped leaders, like we're just like, no, actually we don't, we don't need your group to multiply this year. Like you guys stay together. Your group's going, well, we can have next, like, it's not like, Hey, we got to, we need more groups. We got to go. Like if we just had more people really bought into these core values and living this stuff out, we would have like an, an abundance of leader options and like would have groups with like too many people leading out. <laughs> which would, have which would be sweet. Oh, like, just be the worst. <laughs> but, but, it, but it's also, so not, it's not like we're like, you know, drowning, like we yes. need more leaders. Yeah. Like that, there was a season where there was that. And yes. it, but it's also like, we're not just going to throw anybody into leadership. Right. Like, yep. um, there's a, there's a process for the sake of like, we're going to intentionally slowly grow. Yeah. Um, so like finding that balance of, I think just if more of us were to double down on these core values, we would see, we would see like stronger groups. We would see more people in prayer together. We would see um, people like just like leading out and being the church and living out the one another's and like groups having to shut down like, Hey guys, we have too many social things outside of group going on this month. Like let's maybe not plan something. Like, you know, like I I think just living that stuff out, it would be better to have too much of all of these than like, Hey, we're, we're really trying to get people to buy in. Um, and that's not to say there are groups doing that. There are a lot of people Mm -hmm. that are all in. Um, and I just think that there's always room to grow and that starts with me. It starts with you. It starts, it starts with all of us. Like we have the ability to lead out in that. So I'd love to see groups just continue to lead out in this and not like, not for the sake of just having good small groups. Mm -hmm. Like, discipleship happens best in the context of relationships. Like we want to see more people come to know, love and obey Jesus because the way that we do connection group matters and helps people follow Jesus and then helps people be better everyday missionaries. 
and then allows like we're more mature disciples and we see more of God's glory working through that. Absolutely. I love it. That's sweet. Anything else? Any closing remarks? Randall salute signed off. She's out of the room. No, just kidding. Thumbs up for Matt. Randall's silent laughing. Randall's silent laugh is if you just talk about it enough, she'll break. And I don't know if I've ever heard a silent laugh. Oh, there it is. Here it's coming. It's coming. She can't hold it. She can't do it. It's impossible. I'm just trying to protect your ears. Yeah, that's fair. Thanks for not blowing yeah. it up. Appreciate it. Um, sweet. Matt, anything to close out? No, we really do appreciate the 800 plus people in connection groups. 850 and plus. 850 plus. Just plus. Yeah. Um, and, and really it is. It's like each one of those 850 plus people can bring something to connection group can help drive culture, can help really shape and form your group. And so please do that. Yeah, that's sweet. I love that though. though we start to close out kind of launch point week four. We talk about that. We're all culture carriers when it comes to connection group. Um, and we influence whether our group is characterized by community care application and multiplication. So we all have a responsibility to do that. Um, church, let's, uh, let's continue to grow in the way in which we seek to follow Jesus independently and together, specifically in connection group, um, as a local church here in Cedar Rapids and Urbana, and just to, yeah, see God glorified to the ends of the earth. Um, let's continue to do that. Thanks for listening. Tell your connection group leader. Thanks. Love your connection group leaders. Well, and see you next time. We're out. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Veritas Equipping Podcast. If you have any questions you would like us to address or ideas on how we can serve you better, please reach out to us by email at info at veritaschurch.org and put podcast in the subject line.